hi guys, we are here with Brittany Pop of Betchin Cakes. I am super excited to have her. Thank you. Thanks Thank you for so being much here. for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay, so I found you again, I, you know this, but I found you on Instagram via Stasi Schroeder of Vanderpump Rules. It's funny how many like people I keep finding through her. It's a, it's a weird thing. It's like Hollywood's so big, but it's also like really small. I know. Um, so I found you through that and I saw just your cool aesthetic, like this like business that's crushing it. Um, connecting with so many people. I saw that you did cakes for, you know, Lauren of the Skinny Confidential, of um, for the Lady Gang, like all of these really cool things. And so I was just really feeling called to like bring you onto the podcast, talk about how all this started how you've connected with amazing people and how your business is growing and all of that kind of stuff. So why don't we start like from the beginning? Okay. Talk to me about where this all came from. Okay. Well, I feel like I've always been super creative since I was younger. My mom always tells me the story. I was a sophomore in high school and she opened up my closet and all these tubes and funnels <laughs> fell out. And she was like, what is going on? I'm like, mom, I'm making beer bombs. It's a thing. Like they're Hello Kitty. And I used to rhinestone anything and everything I could. So I've always had that creative side. Um, and then I started doing these cakes just for friends for birthdays. I think that, you know, I had a Barbie doll on a cake when I was younger. And I kind of just worked off that. Like I've seen Barbies on cakes before, but not to an extent that I've kind of came in and just overdone it. You know, the raunchiness. There's no yes or no. I mean, I can do anything pretty much. So I started doing it for close friends. And then recently, I did it for one of my best girlfriend's birthdays, her 30th birthday. It was a pretty big party, and it ended up being a really big hit. And I kind of went a little overboard on it, but, you know, she was my best friend, so why not? And I had all these girls coming up to me like, who made this cake? Like, how much do you charge? And it was never like that for me. It was just something fun and that I was passionate about. And I loved putting, like, a smile on people's faces so I wasn't really thinking like this was going to be such a huge business opportunity. It was more so just a fun hobby of mine on the side. And then I realized they were in such demand that I figured, well, why not? Why shouldn't I act on this? So I did. So that so that started happening. Is that the moment you kind of started marketing yourself a little bit more and instead of just treating it like, okay, whoever comes to me? Right. Yeah, I definitely marketed myself more. That's kind of where I met Lauren from The Skinny Confidential. Um, I've been following her since the very beginning. So I saw her brand turn from like right when she started to what she is now. And she's like the most inspiring entrepreneur that I know. Oh, absolutely. Um, she's been my biggest supporter, biggest mentor through all of this. I reached out to her and I used to read her post all the time on social media. And, you know, I knew it was going to be hard work, but I knew I'm like, if she can do it, why can't I do it? Yes. And it's all about branding yourself and, you know, reaching out to people, networking. I'm literally doing everything on my own, doing all my own marketing. I'm doing all my own social media, everything like that. So I reached out to her and was like, you know, you're so inspiring. This has been such a great experience for me. I've, you know, you've really pushed me to want to build my brand and I was like, I'd love to make a cake for you. And she saw my Instagram and was like, let's do it. And so ever since then, she's just been such a great supporter. And I can't thank her enough because she's, I've done so many special projects with her. And it's just been amazing. Was it like, was it one of those things where you thought about reaching out to her for a while and then you had to like get the guts to do it? I think I was one of those people where like I had always reached out to her when she first started. And she was always one of those, um, girls where she's always reaches out to her fans she's always talking and always like communicating so I'd always 
you know, if I saw something funny, I'd always say something. And she'd always, you know, either respond or not respond. You know, it just depends right. on, you know, how um, how many messages I'm sure she gets a day by all these girls. But I was just in love with her. And then I w- was like, you know what? Why not reach out to her? What do I have to lose? So I did. And I mean, I'm glad I did. I just feel like that needs to be the attitude for so many people. Like, why not? Because I think so often we get in our head and like, put so much pressure on every little thing that we do when it comes to our business. And it's like, you could, you know, whether it's reaching out to influencers or, you know, whatever, booking your first show, whatever the hell it is, it's like, we put so much pressure on it and we're so scared of taking that first action. But for anybody listening to this, I want your attitude to just be like, like, nobody's gonna die, right? Like, right. like what we're doing is not that serious. These, right. The worst thing that happens is that they say no, or you look stupid, like you'll be okay, but like, just in your example alone, reaching out to this one person, look what it's created for you, look what it makes possible. And so taking that leap, doing the scary things, in my experience, is always freaking worth it. Oh, totally. And I think that's the the main thing for me is that I regret not starting this earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I really saw the opportunity because you can't just go into a store and buy a cake that I make, you know? So for me, I think that's the biggest struggle was actually doing it and like okay if I'm gonna do it then I'm gonna really do this if I really want this to be successful then I need to put in the hard work and I need to I need to get this at the level where I want it to go and so I think a lot of people are initially really afraid to make that leap and make that move to actually be successful and you know go with their brand and do that I this is gonna sound corny but like I've never heard anybody regret starting a business, but I've heard a lot of people regret like, okay, oh my God, I should have done this sooner, like you just said. And so it's like, again, like my whole thing is like the women that are listening to this, like you, if you have an idea, like move on it. Right. Freaking move Don't think it's stupid. Like for me, I was like, everyone enjoyed this. And it was for me, the most thing that I love is that it brings, it's like a memory for somebody. This is a memory they're always going to have. You know, these cakes are you know, not the average, like I say, never basic, always bitching. And it's just one of those things where I love that I'm a part of that memory for them. And just the faces and the messages I get after are make it all worthwhile. I'm going to share pictures with everybody, obviously, but some people are listening to this, obviously, yeah. <laughs> so they can't see the cake. So talk a little bit, share a little bit about what makes a betchin cake a betchin cake. Like what, what is it all about for you? Like, talk to me about that. Um, so pretty much, I mean, I feel like it's, I usually do a lot of birthdays, bachelorettes, I mean, bridal, any theme or any event I've done. Um, I think that it's just so more so just not your basic birthday cake. It's not like you're, you know, there's a printed picture on it. It's definitely more raunchy. There's no filters. I'm open to doing anything there. I'm not holding back. And I think that's one of the fun things about being, having a fun cake. You're turning some of these women that I'm doing cakes for, they're 50 years old and they're not looking forward to turning 50, but when they get this cake, they're like, hell yeah, this cake's bitching. I love that. So yeah, I think that's just the more so the re, just the theme of it and just the whole like idea of the cake in itself is different than a normal birthday cake that you would get at a store. I like that, again, like you see one of your cakes and you know it's your cake, right? right? Whereas I feel like something that I struggle with a lot with like the people that I work with, they're so afraid to do one thing. They're so afraid to box themselves in. They're so afraid to like, 
I don't want to leave people out. Whereas, like, again, like, your cake, it's, like, it's for a certain style, right? Like, it's, right. it's for, like, I don't, I, it's hard, again, to explain, like, and I'm not a creative person, so feel free to correct me at any given time, but, like, it's just got this aesthetic to it. It's got this attitude to it that, like, the person who wants that cake wants that cake. Like, somebody right. doesn't want, like, a... I don't know, roses and whatever the hell else, right? right? Like, it's got this attitude to it. And so, like, is that something that you've come up against or have felt as though, like, oh, my God, I'm just – I can't just do this type or I have to do other things? Or, like, just talk about that. Like, you're, like, sticking to this is my brand and this is what I do. I think the fun thing is is that a lot of my clients let me get creative and go crazy on by myself. So – They'll kind of tell me what they want, and then they'll be like, kind of go crazy. I mean, half the time I'm making these cakes for people, they're not even asked. They don't even really care about what flavor or how many people does it feed. It's really all about the display and what they want portrayed for their birthday. So, I mean, I've done so many different themes, and that's just what makes it so fun for me that, you know, it's not your average. And so that, it just makes it more fun. Isn't that funny? I feel like that's such a representation of like where we are now, which is like the world of Instagram and like totally. everything's for social media, right? People are like, I don't care what flavor it is, but yeah. I want it to look fucking cool on yeah. social media. And it's like half the time, do they eat it? I'm not sure. A lot of them are like, oh my God, this is amazing. So the fact that, you know, at least I can give them a good memory, some good pictures. I mean, it's, it's well, all worth it to me in the end. I love that. I love that. Okay, so before we went live, you were telling me a little bit about just like a painful transition you made with your life and kind of that helping catapult all of this. So would you mind sharing that with everybody? Yeah, so I was almost in a relationship for three years and it just wasn't going well. We broke up and... As before we broke up, I really kind of started Bitchin' Cakes, and um, it was a pretty bad breakup for me, but I feel like Bitchin' Cakes made me really who I am today. I put in all my all my time, all my effort, all my energy into my business because I knew that this was something that I really wanted. I didn't have any other outside things to worry about. I literally focused on building my brand, and I think that for me, that just made Bitchin' Cakes what Bitchin' Cakes is now. So, I, I mean, I definitely think... You know, it pushed me, but it really gave me something to really focus on. I think that's really interesting and in that, like, obviously I'm not sitting here being like, nobody should get married or be in a relationship, right? Because <laughs> that's not what I believe. But I also feel like coming out of a painful, like, I started my business in a relationship and yeah. then the past three years I've been not in a relationship. And obviously as, as painful as it was, all of those things, but like, not just in a business sense, but in a business sense, since that's what we're talking about, like, thank freaking god that happened thank god <laughs> right like I thank god every day yeah i mean you always learn something from it i just do think that you know it, it definitely pushed me and i was worried about myself i think a lot of girls and I'll, even guys too you know you're so worried about everybody else this is the first time that i can say in my life that i'm so focused on myself and making myself happy i don't care about i mean i care about people but I, I care about myself. And so this is how I'm building Bitchin' Cakes. And I feel like Bitchin' Cakes has been such a, like, revolution for my life, too, that I'm putting all my time and energy into my business, and I feel like it's showing. So I feel like that, and right there, is the most, the most successful thing that's come about everything for me. You, again, like, it's, it's hard to explain if you're not in it. But for me, like building my business has been the biggest exercise in 
getting to know myself and knowing what I actually want and being certain of myself and all of those kind of things. And it's just one for me, it just feels like I want, you know, you see people, I always joke about this, but I just started watching like the bachelor and all of the literally like, I know it's been on for like 96 years, but I just right. started watching it. And it's so funny to me. Like there'll be these girls who are like 24 and they're like, I thought I was going to have my happy ending. And I'm like, who the fuck wants their happy ending at 24? Yeah. Like, I just, I want everyone to have that experience. But, and maybe that doesn't mean, like, you have to be single. But, like, right. I just want everyone to have that experience of, like, I think we grow up thinking that, you know, the epitome, the epitome, excuse me, of happiness is getting married, having the kids. And, like, again, this for me has been the most fulfilling thing I've ever done. And I just want all women to know that, like, they get to have this passion project that makes them money, that lights them up, that fulfills them, and really ultimately, like you said, like, helps you get to know yourself more than you ever thought possible. Totally. And, I mean, being a girl in Los Angeles is already tough enough. So you can only imagine, I mean, you have all these media outlets and people telling you, you know, you should do this and you need to do that. But for me, I'm like, I don't need a man to take care of me. I want to take care of myself. Hell yeah. Like I don't need any man to pay my bills. Like I got myself. So I think that's the biggest success and the best rewarding feeling is knowing that, you know, I've done all of this by myself. Yeah. I've had people help me along the way. So many people, you know, to build my brand, but I put so much time and effort into it. And that's the most rewarding thing. And it has to be such a source of confidence for you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely crazy. I just never expected it to get as big as it is as it as it's been. Um, but it's definitely been also super rewarding too. So it's been exciting. I know you are still working full time, which I love. Yeah. Um, I know when we initially started talking, you were like, "Oh, like just so you know, you know, I still have my full time job." I'm like, "No, I love that." Like, yeah. like I said, like I feel like so many of these podcasts we listen to are wonderful and amazing. But again, like Bethany Frankel is the person who I always looked up to when I wanted to start a business. Right. But like, like a boss ass bitch. Yes. <laughs> but like a boss ass bitch with like a liquor company. I'm like, okay, right. that feels far away. Right. Right. And so I love that. Like, again, like you're, you're doing this, you're doing it on the side, you're crushing it and like building towards what you want. So talk to me a little bit about like how you've, balanced a full-time job and doing this on the side and making time for it because a lot of people say things to me like well you know I'm exhausted when I come home from work and like I get it I do get it but I I have the tendency to feel like if you want it you'll do it and so just talk right. to me about how you balance everything yeah I think that's the, the biggest struggle that people go through if you really want it you got to work hard for it um I work you know a nine to five job and then I come home and you know, this is something that I want. So I put in the time and the effort. I mean, I'm, you know, getting orders. I'm talking to clients. I'm doing collaborations with companies. And, you know, I have so many projects coming up. But, you know, I think that I just make the time for it. I'm, you know, I want my brand to be this brand that I see being so successful. And in order to do that, I have to find the balance of both. Um, and so, you know, I leave my 9 to 5 and I don't do my 9 to 5 after my 5. So... Bitchin' Cakes is all about the, you know, for me after, you know, work and during the weekends and I put all my time and focus into that and so that one day I can just be, you know, with Bitchin' Cakes and maybe I don't have to be with my other job but I can do both right now and, you know, realistically living in Los Angeles and being a single girl, it's expensive and so you gotta hustle. I am pro-hustle. I am always, always, always pro-hustle and I think that... <sighs> I don't know if you agree with this, but I feel like it's very easy 
and I, I, I might sound like a hypocrite here because I've never experienced this, but roll with me here. I feel like it's very easy when you're in a full-time job to have a business idea and then to feel like I don't have the time for it, I don't have the time for it. You're thinking about all the things you could do, but then you're not acting on them. But just like with everything else, like in my business, once I start taking action and once I start seeing little things happen, then that's like, oh shit, I can do it. Oh, and like you have something to actually work towards versus just dreaming about it all. And so, I don't know, I go back to the example of like you reaching out to Lauren, like that like made this real. It wasn't, you, were, you weren't waiting around for a friend to reach out to you again, but like you just started getting orders and people right. started reaching out and it's like, oh, I guess I got to do this. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, why not? If I don't try and if I don't put myself out there, then I'm not going to get any res- I'm not going to see any results if I don't do that. So for me, I think you just have to be really driven. You have to have that motivation. And if you don't have that, then I feel like you're not going to get where you, where you need to be. Totally. And I think I always feel like motivation in the right, for the right things, right? Because like, I, we all want fucking money. I want to make lots and lots and lots of money. But if I was just doing this for the money, I would have quit a long time ago. Right. It has to be this fulfilling, passionate thing that like you actually want to build. Right. And I feel like a lot of girls have so many great ideas and don't realize the potential of them. And I feel like that's what happened to me. I feel like I didn't see the, so much of the potential of it. And now I regret that I didn't start it, you know, back in the day, but I feel like everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad now that, you know, Pitch and Cakes is, you know, growing and that's the most rewarding thing, really. Do you mind me asking how many cakes, like on average, do you do a week, a month? So, um, oh, it just depends. I think usually about a week, it's anywhere from eight to 10, which is a lot. Yeah. Right now it's been getting super busy. Um, I think I started off, I mean, there'll be some weeks where it'll be a little bit slower, but yeah, I'm constantly pushing cakes out. It's Your apartment must smell amazing. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, you know, when you say that eight to 10 cakes, right, for one person is a lot. But I also always like to remind everybody that like when you're saying like, okay, people don't see the potential. People act as though they need a million customers a day to make it, right? right? Like if you were doing three cakes a week, that would be a really decent business. Totally. Right? So like yeah. if your idea is valid, again, we don't need a million customers, but like just to get the momentum going and like you get to branch out into other things and do other things eventually when you're ready. But like... Again, we don't, I feel like everyone's acting like until they have a billion dollar idea, they can't move on it, which is just nonsense. Oh, it's crazy. And I think it's one of those things too, especially we live in a world right now where it's really all about who you know. You never know who you're going to meet and you're never going to know who knows the next person. So a lot of my clients have been referrals and I've gotten a lot of great opportunities. I made a cake for a girl who reached out to me for her girlfriend and just so happens she's best friends with Shay Mitchell and I made a cake for Shay's baby shower well it was like a celebration cake for her baby and that was like monumental to me I'm like was always a fan of hers watched Pretty Little Liars forever I mean that show goes on and on (laughs) and so for me it was like I never expected that to happen and it was just you know through another order so it's you never know who you're going to meet. Networking is so important. And, you know, I've gotten a lot of my business that way. I think it's especially true in LA, right? Especially with, you know, you're surrounded by people with all these big Instagram followers, whatever. But I also feel like it's the same anywhere. Like I feel like, and again, I kind of touched on this before, but I say this over and over again to my clients or I witness people 
any little thing they do in their marketing, it's like, I'm going to put a dollar in and I, I need to get that dollar back immediately. And it's like, when you just take the action and do the things and meet the people and get your thing, your stuff out there, like, again, like the referrals happen, the people you never imagined would find your stuff do. Right. And it's just a matter of calming the fuck down, in my opinion, a lot of times. And like, if you do good work, trusting that if you do good work, people will want it. Oh, definitely. And for me, I think it's one of those things where a lot of people are so afraid to put in that effort and take that leap and you know, believe in their idea. And I think that's the hardest part of, you know, having a business is that, you know, you got to just do it. If you don't do it, then you're never going to see where it goes. And so for me, I took that, you know, leap and was like, you know, I know it's going to be spending more money in the beginning, but I know it's going to be all rewarding. And this is my passion and I love doing it. So for me, that was all worth it. Uh, if you don't mind, share with me the things that were the scariest for you that you had to kind of overcome. I think the biggest thing for me, the scariest thing was taking the action of really being serious about this business and creating it into a business. So that means trademarking my name. I mean, all of this, one, costs money. Two, is this going to really go where I think it's going to go? Am I going to invest all this money into something and then not? maybe it's not successful? I always kind of had those feelings, but for me, I'm like, you know what, like, I believe in my brand, I believe in myself, and I know that I'm a hard worker, I'm a hustler, and if I want it to happen, then I'm going to make it happen. And so I think that that's the biggest thing, is just actually starting, taking that initial leap, and actually going through with doing the things that you need to do to create your business in the beginning. So I think for me, that was the biggest, that was the biggest struggle to get through. Like, okay, am I really going to do this? This is what I need to do. And, you know, that was kind of the biggest issue for me in the beginning. Making it real. Making it real. Like, okay, this is really happening. I feel like I always say this to clients, and this always comes up, is that, like, they'll say things like, well, what if nobody buys? And I'm like, okay, well, I, I sure as fuck know that nobody's going to buy if you don't put it out there. Totally. Like, yeah. So, like. You're never going to know. I get it. I get that it's scary, but I think, I like that you just said that, and I feel like this will wind up being a theme on all of my shows, but anyone who's listening to this, I want you to recognize how this is coming up, you know, frequently among my guests and how I say it all the time too. But the people who are succeeding, the people, the women that are here and the women that you're listening to, they knew, it's not as though they didn't fear failure. People, I always want you to understand that like, I don't know anybody that's successful that isn't afraid sometimes. This is this felt scary for you to come on a podcast for the first time. Like, we're all always scared. Right. You're not unique. You're not special if you're fucking scared. But you have to do it anyway. And that's the only way you're going to get where you want to be. And trusting that, again, you have this skill. You have the belief. You, like, you, we talked about this in my last show. But, like, you bet on yourself. You're like, I'm, like, yeah. failure is not an option. Right. And it's one of those things where I've always been creative I was always the party girl always having fun and I feel like my personality shows on the cakes that I make for people and so that just there that's rewarding enough it's just you know having people that either come back or girls make you know get the cakes for their best friends and they're like oh my god I'm you know now I want a cake and so that for me it makes it even better Something that comes up um, for a lot of my clients, and I'm wondering if you've had to deal with this, and I'm especially interested in like just the LA piece of it. Right. When it comes to you creating something that's custom and takes your time and takes your energy, 
have you had to deal with anything in terms of your pricing and people trying to negotiate or really just owning the fact that like this is my price that's all there is to it well I think um in the beginning my prices were a little bit lower I think also too you know I don't think a lot of people are you know taking the consideration where you know it's time that I source these items a lot of these items you don't just I can't just get here I mean they're coming from overseas they're coming from all different places and so just the time for me to find some of these items which I always tell my clients at least give me if you can two to three weeks notice because I want to make sure that I have the items for your cake and you know it's not even that so it's the items it's the sourcing of the items it's the materials it's the time it's everything and so I've never had any issues really with the pricing I think that now how they've been becoming some more intricate that you know my pricing went up a little bit but other than that I mean I haven't had any big issues with that I think that people you know look at my cakes and they're like wow she's an artist and like it's a piece of art so for me I haven't had any big issues with that and I think also you know it's Los Angeles I mean I I think people pay more for cakes than what they're paying for mine anyways so Gotcha. And I think that something that I say often is that like, or I feel often is that when we're weird about stuff, when we're not confident about things, then we find that's like being mirrored back to us from clients, right? But like you feel very like, to me, like energetically and you saying it, like you feel very steadfast and like, this is a work of art. This is a piece of like, this is something that I'm putting my heart and soul into. Here's your price. And like, you're not available for negotiations, which again, comes up with a lot of I hate to say this, but I feel like women deal with it more than men where they feel like they have to be nice or they have to give people discounts and it's fucking nonsense. Yeah, no, and you know what? I've had so many friends that support me and they've never once been like, hey, let me get a discount. I've had good girlfriends where I've made cakes for and, you know, here and there, but no, it's definitely hasn't been an issue at all, so I'm glad that I haven't really had to deal with that, but... And with the Hollywood stuff, just because I've heard this from other people, I have no idea. But, like, do people expect – people don't expect things for free? Oh, people expect things for free. I've had a couple – I've had a couple, like, higher – not – I wouldn't say celebrity. I would say, like, reality celebrities kind of reach out to me um, asking me for free stuff for sure. Um, You know, oh, we'll tag you. Right. For me, you know, I'm in the beginning stages of my business, so I'm all about PR. Like, I'm literally doing all of my own PR, marketing. So for me, I'm all about doing things like that. Um, I do think, though, that it's crazy because a lot of these women that ask for it can afford it. Right. So it's like you can actually afford to pay $200 for a cake and it's not even literally adult. To you, it wouldn't be anything, you know? Right. But, so for me, you know, I think that's just kind of the name of the game. And I also think that people just get so much for free anyways nowadays that they just sort of expect that. And they're not really looking at it as like a woman entrepreneur trying to make it big. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people do see that. And I think a lot of people don't see that. It is an interesting balance because I remember I saw like one uh, like viral post on Facebook where like whatever, whoever the influencer was, I don't know who, but like wanted a hotel stay for free and they, they, the the hotel owner like ripped into them. But like, I it's a, it's, I don't know, it's just a weird world we're living in because it's obviously such a weird thing to ask somebody for free, but it's for something for free. But it's also like, look what you know, look at the connections that have been made for you by, again, like doing things for these high profile people. Totally. So it is just like a weird balance, I imagine. Yeah. And honestly, for me, I feel like it's totally worth it doing 
some of those free orders. I've gotten so many orders off of, off of, um, you know, orders that I've done for, you know, celebrities and things like that. So it really does pay off in the end. Um, for me, I have, it's just, it's worth it. So I think it just, you have to have that balance and, you know, you can't do it free for everyone, but I definitely think that, you know, building your brand and, you know, trying to get your brand in a certain, you know, level, I think that you have to do kind of things like that. It's just kind of the name of the game. And I feel like in, especially in Los Angeles, um, you know, it's all about who you know. So I feel like you gotta, you gotta actually, you gotta take those. Gotta play the game. You gotta play the game. And if it's going to cost you a little bit of money, it's going to cost you a little bit of money, but you're going to make that money back eventually. Absolutely. And again, I think it's just like we were talking about with the networking, it's just trusting that it's like kind of all adding up and it's not, I don't know, just getting so obsessed with every one little thing that you do and just keep moving. It feels like for me. Yeah, definitely. Do you feel like, is there anything that you've done in your business that you regret that you would have done differently other than starting earlier? You know, I, I don't really, I feel like this is so new still. I just really kind of went live with Bitch and Cakes last March. So I feel like, you know, besides rather than just starting soon, I guess just believing in myself and that knowing that a fun idea can be something that you can really act on and it can be, you know, something rewarding. Like why not do something, you know, that you really enjoy and love doing and, you know, take it serious and, and try to build off of that. And I think that I didn't, believe in myself as much back in the day and I think that that's probably my biggest mistake but I think I'm learning from that and it's only gotten me stronger really and I always feel like I mean I know this is cliche but I do always think that have everything happens for a reason it happens when it's supposed to and we don't really necessarily have to sit there and regret or feel as though oh I should have done this differently because you're exactly I, li- I like to believe to keep my sanity that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be at any given point right versus re- versus regretting anything right do you feel like what would you give if there was somebody who was like wanting to start this or start her own business maybe something similar what was, would be your biggest piece of advice to her then um, I would just say put in the work put in the effort and don't be afraid to do it because I just think for me I think that was my biggest thing was I was afraid of don't be afraid to fail because if you don't try you're never gonna know and so I think that's the biggest thing is just believe in yourself and if you are willing to believe in yourself and you believe in your brand then you got to put in the work and the effort I mean nothing comes easy and hard work pays off but I've worked really hard to get where I'm at and it's been a long time to feel like the rewards of it so I feel like you got to put in that time and you know as long as you think like you're getting like push down like you got to just keep going and it's going to happen eventually see I think that's such an interesting balance for everybody to understand because number one I'm always saying like so many of us will sit around and be like oh wouldn't it be so cool to do this and it's like okay then go fucking do it like these cool ideas need to be birthed and yeah and like they have a place in the world but it's also like you can look at the most fun business. Like you can sit there and look at you, you know, delivering a cake to the Beverly Hills Hotel for Lauren's like baby shower. And that right. looks so fun and so glamorous. But like very, very, there's very little in entrepreneurship, in my opinion, especially in the beginning, that's glamorous. Right. And that's, you know, shiny and fun. Like this shit is hard. Well, yeah. And I think a lot of people want the success. They just don't want to work for it. And they have to realize that all of this hard work I've put 
into this business, like I'm now feeling like it's, I did all this and it's becoming successful. But I think so many people want all of these things and they don't know then they don't have put in the effort for it. So if you're not going to work hard and put in the effort, it's not going to just happen. You gotta, you gotta put in the effort. Yeah, it's a. It doesn't just happen. You're not just going to be wealthy overnight. It just money just isn't going to come to you. No. And that's what I think people are like. They want all of that, but they don't want to put in the hard work to get it. And I also think it's interesting. Again, I keep. I feel like grandma. I keep saying this, but like in this day and age, like you see, like again, like these influencers or whoever it is. And like, oh, like must be nice. Like they just get to post on social media. But like even that's not like creating original content that's funny or people actually give a shit about and doing it consistently. It still takes work. Oh my gosh. I mean, when I first started this, I didn't know there were times to post on Instagram. There are hashtags to use. Their engagement. I mean, all of these things that I was clueless about. So clueless about. And I mean, I commend some of those girls. They're doing post after post. I mean, working with different brands. It's a lot. It's a whole, the whole, social media is just crazy. And I've gotten so much business from it. It's just crazy to me how much people are on it and how much your business can really grow from it. And with that, you're opening yourself up to so much, right? Oh, totally. And I always say that with like my business, I'm like, the hard part hasn't been sending the emails or, you know, posting on social media. The hard part has been like, should I post that on social media? And right. what will people think of it? Like it's doubting yourself and like building up the certainty in yourself and wondering if people are gonna criticize you for saying, um, oh, on a podcast. Like that's the hard shit. Oh, definitely. And I'm I'm just a thirty one year old girl just trying to, you know, make a business. I you know, I'm very raw and real and, you know, with my friends, I never hold back. I really keep it honest and I think that, you know, sometimes I have to watch myself too because now I'm in this spotlight and I have this, you know, platform where, you know, I could say something that, that could offend somebody and then I could lose followers and it's this whole thing and, you know, now that I have this business, people want to know more about me personally. So I think that for me is a little crazy because you're like okay what do I share what do I not share and you know still you know trying to make my business successful and not you know tarnishing or hurting my business at the same time isn't that so like that really interests me and scares me because you, I think we see like a scandal happen like somebody says something stupid and it's so easy for the media and the world to like jump all over them and that was stupid to say and they're not always wrong but imagine anyone listening to you listening to this like Imagine what your life would be like if somebody was following you around 24-7. Like, don't act like you've never said something stupid before or right. you've said something that, like, maybe you had great intentions, but it did offend somebody. And so, again, like, you're absolutely right. Like, the world, we were talking about this before we went live, but, like, the world wants to see the behind the scenes. They yeah. don't just want to see your cakes. They want to see, like, what's going on with you on a Saturday night. And, like, right. I'm not saying it in a complaining type of way, but it is a lot of pressure to put on all of us to do the right things and say the right things and have people like us but not too much and like these like yeah like am I too drunk do I look like an idiot right like, do I not look responsible do I look like I'm you know an owner of a business I think you have to think about all those things and I've never had to think like that before I was always just myself I did me and I still am but still that there is that pressure and you know that worry of you know, what do I share? What don't I share? And, you know, do I really need to put my Saturday night escapades on my business profile? I also have a personal profile. So it's how do I do the, do I do both? Do I 
how do I, you know, find the, the middle of, you know, both. And I think that for me has been a little bit of a struggle too, because I think people, you know, are always asking me things and wanting to know about my life. And I don't know how much to share, you know, you never know. And with me just starting this business, I think that's been a struggle for me is, you know, what do I share? What don't I share? And, you know, people want to know more about, you know, the artist making the cake. And so I get it. Yeah. It's not an easy thing to navigate at all. And I think, again, you know, I'm always in the back of my mind when I'm having this conversation, like I'm thinking about the girl that's listening, right? And so the funny part of this is, is like, and again, this is my opinion, but like that is the hard stuff. The figuring out yourself and navigating like the self-doubt and the what should I say and what should I do and what are power people going to react. The sending the fucking emails or reaching out to somebody who influences you and offering them a free thing, that's the easy part. Take the action, do the things. Right. Because you're going to have so much else, like uh, you're going to be up against so many other things that let the rest, the money-making activities, the things that count, let it as much as humanly possible, let it be simple versus adding so much drama and chaos to it where the way I know a lot of people do. Right. Definitely. I completely agree. What are some of the questions that you get a lot from people? Like, is there anything you want to cover and tell people that like, just come through your DMs, things like Um, that? You know, the biggest questions I get are shipping. Like, do, can I ship? Can I ship to Vegas? Can I ship to, you know, Miami? And it's, you know, I'm definitely figuring out the logistics with that. Uh, my cousin's actually um, in logistics, so I'm trying to talk to her about it right now. I just, for me, I don't feel like it's easy shipping one of these cakes, let alone I don't even know how much that would even be. So I think for me, my biggest struggle is, you know, I want to get my cakes in other states. I want, you know, more girls to enjoy my cakes rather than just the girls around California. You know, I really want, that's my ultimate goal is to figure out, you know, shipping methods and, you know, building bitchin' cakes in other places. So that's definitely my future goal. Um, So everyone asks me about shipping. Another question I get um, would have to be, I'm trying to think what else I get asked a lot. I think I just kind of get asked, you know, if I do stuff for guys. I think, you know, my brand looks a lot for girls, but I actually have a lot of guys reach out to me too. So, I mean, I, I don't really have, I think, one audience. I think I, my audience is definitely building and expanding and, you know, things like that. But I think a lot more people ask me about shipping. That's, like, the biggest thing right now. So, with that being a struggle, is that really, like, the next phase of Vetch and Cakes? Like, do you have anything else you want to do? Like, I don't know, a cupcake line. Like, is there something else? I have a line coming out soon. Um, I guess I can announce it here. Um, It's called Little Betches. Cool. So I'm definitely doing, like, I guess you could say, like, a cupcake vibe. I think it's going to be kind of smaller. I'm not really sure yet. I kind of am getting creative with the ideas. But I think Little Betches is a good good little marketing thing. I think um, I also kind of want to do... You know, kind of cakes for like little girls, you know. I know that my cakes are super raunchy and it is what it is. And, you know, those cakes can be for people that are older. But I definitely, um, you know, kind of want to get into, you know, maybe doing princess cakes or whatever it might be. I mean, I'm open to doing whatever. But definitely expanding more, you know, sizes and, you know, cupcakes and things like that is something that I'm going to do at one point. The world is... The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Truly. There's so many ideas that I have. That's just kind of where I'm going right now. And I think, again, the cool thing about that is 
my sister had like a little baking thing. Uh-huh. She just like did it as a hobby. And I like she found that again, if somebody hires you for one thing, they want you for everything. And so expanding to all the other family members and all that kind of stuff makes just so much sense. Oh, right. Yeah. And I definitely see a lot of opportunity, a lot of good ideas. So I'm just kind of brainstorming right now and just kind of going with the flow and, you know, it'll happen when it happens. But yeah, I'm definitely open to some new adventures here coming up. And so we'll see where it goes. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love chatting with you. Let everybody know where they can find you online. Yeah. Um, so my Instagram is Betchencakes. Um, my website is www.betchencakes.com. Uh, it's currently under construction. It's being built right now. Um, so if you do want to contact me, the best way right now is through Instagram, direct message. My phone number is linked on my profile. Um, I take orders any day, every day. So call me. All right. Awesome. I'm sure I would love to see you get some orders from this. So thank I you. I know. Thank you so much. It was so great being here.